This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report on the grains. Local corn bases tightened again five to six cents right into a harvest weekend with combines running. They were afraid that harvest will end too quickly and that farmers are not going to bring them enough corn. Domestic corn prices in China, Brazil, and Argentina have and are soaring so that our corn is cheap. The crop insurance fall price is being set as the average price of December corn during October. As it is shaping up, the fall price should be higher than the 388 spring price, as I recently forecast it should be. Revenue coverage will be revised higher. Bold old crop corn and soybean supplies are in such short supply in Brazil that they are eliminating the 8% import tariffs to clear the way for imports. What happens is that their export engine gets revved up, domestic demand is strong, and they redline, exporting more than they can spare and still meet domestic supply needs. Something similar has happened in Russia. This will leave them with nothing to export until new crop, and a new crop harvest will at least be a month late there next year because of the delayed start to the wet season. They will have to import to meet domestic needs in the interim. They have oversold what they can deliver to China in January or February. Before our next harvest, our soybean stocks will end up getting rationed with price. There is rain in the immediate forecast for Brazil as the wet season gets started down there. The planters should roll. The trade here is likely to see that as negative. The soybean market has not made new highs yet, and the market has room to correct further. I think such a correction, if it happens, will be a buying opportunity. Soybean soy oil spreads favor meal, which did make a marginal new high, with soy oil correcting. The monsoon is likely to remain weak, given the La Nina and the inadequate to fully support normal, let alone record South American production. Ultimately, their corn production may be more at risk than soybeans. The flip side of the La Nina is that Southeast Asia gets rain, which benefits palm oil production. Dry conditions linger here in the heartland with a little snow forecast for the plains, some entering Iowa. I suppose that is moisture when it melts. Winter wheat crops in both the plains and Russia are struggling to get established before winter. The U.S. corn harvest is advancing rapidly. There were some videos of cornfields on fire and reports of corn coming out of the field at 10 to 11 percent moisture. That hurts yield further. Few corn dryers are being run in the corn belt, so there should be plenty of propane in the supply system for winter. We have been having repeated systems go through with 40 to 60 mile per hour gales all during harvest. I am surprised how well the corn has stood holding up to this wind. Harvest is almost done here locally. Some see it is too dry for deep tillage. My son is going to no-till some soybeans next spring for the first time. The Washington Post reported that the derecho that mostly impacted Iowa was the costliest thunderstorm in U.S. history. NOAA estimates the damage all total across states to be $7.5 billion. The damage from wind gusts up to 140 miles per hour was mostly to infrastructure, trees, and flattened corn. USDA says that Iowa lost 850,000 acres of corn. The one thing that the thunderstorm system lacked was drought-breaking rain. North Dakota State University economist Harlan Hughes gave drought strategy advice to ranchers. The first was to sell 2020 bread replacement heifers. In his model, he has done so last July. He reduced cold cow sales and expected future calf sales. 
It hurts cash flow and income, but reduces feed needs and calving problems. The second strategy is an extension of the first. Post-drought, he would hold back additional replacement efforts or buy open cows to breed more quickly to rebuild the herd. The problem is determining when the drought is over with. Iowa State University Elwin Taylor says that 2025, give or take a year, could be the drought of the century. We may have begun a drought cycle similar to the 1930s. I guess that ranchers will know when the drought is over by when it rains and grows grass. Harlan was thinking garden variety drought, and Taylor says to expect something worse. Well, it is making the cattle market sick could last a long time. The drought is not going to get any better until next spring or longer, and vaccines will not be the quick fix to beef demand that some hope. I would not fight it or waste hay. With so much demand riding on a single day, the turkey industry will not benefit from the surge in the pandemic, threatening large family get-togethers on Thanksgiving. If groups are smaller, they may not go full turkey or even opt for ham. Hold cents were off 9% in August when they are set to produce the turkey for the holidays. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com. Or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits. 